on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Today's episode is a brewery takeover of Blue Earl Brewing Company in Smyrna, Delaware. The Blue Earl Brewing Company beers that we're going to be tasting today are, first, their Diamond State Lager. It's an American Pilsner. The next one will be their Honeysuckle Rose. It's a Belgian-style blonde ale. The next one, Clockwork Orange. Fresh orange juice pale ale. And then the next one would be the Hazy at Heart IPA. It is a session IPA. And then to round this this one up, a biggie, the Bourbon Barrel Imperial Stout. If we have time, there will be one more from Blue Earl that we'll bring up uh, to discuss. But for now, that's our lineup. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoking host the good old boys Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Welcome, everyone. Here we are yet again for another sud segment where we feel good beer is best paired with bad accents and long belches. No, I'm not. A lot of coordination there the, with the production team. I'm the, telling you. Sound effects guy. Stellar, Dave. <laughs> Got to get Dave up off the couch first. Yeah. We are focused and really? ready. Really? <laughs> yeah. That, Probably, that's, how about that? Yeah, see? That. Focused. Focused. Mm. Well, I am one of your hostesses, good old gal Juliana, and joining me at the table today. Is your it, other hostess? Well, we got lots. Boy Mike. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everybody. Hi. In spite of what Dave says, I am very happy to be here today. Yay. Reverend Mark. Always a pleasure. Good to see everybody. Or- Almost talked into the microphone from the front. <laughs> <laughs> 90% there. And we got a special guest today. Reverend Mark, I think you should introduce the special guest. Uh, my, my best and better half always, the lovely Catherine or Cat. Thank Yay. you. Thank you for having me. Welcome to the show. Hopefully you'll stick around and come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only here for the beer. Right. <laughs> Good old boy, Dave. I sometimes can't control my sphincter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that says a bit at all. It does, doesn't it? He has medication for that. <laughs> and a special school. Ointment. <laughs> in a special room. Yep. Yes. yes. Dave's in the short S- bus again. Special underwear. <laughs> Well, today's episode is a brewery takeover of Blue Earl Brewing Company in Smyrna, Delaware. 
Reverend Mark and good old gal Kat stopped by the brewery on a recent road trip to the first state and brought us back some beer. They'll tell us about their visit. But first, go to boy Dave. Why don't you give us some background on Blue Earl Oh, Brewing. my goodness. All right, here we go. There are so many big I'm words. I'm going to read words. going to get wrong in this. I am betting at least $7. Can you uh, turn down microphone number three? Half this <laughs> Could you at least get the right number of R's in Earl? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Earl Brewing Company in Delaware's seventh microbrewery located in the historic town of Smyrna, Delaware. Why is Smyrna, Delaware historic, Kat? Darn to find out. That's maybe this is such a thing as non historic. <laughs> like there was nothing ever there nothing before. ever happened here. Yes. The founder, Ronnie Blue Earl Price is a man of simple tastes, always on the hunt for great music, gourmet food, and exceptional craft beer. Two of those are not really classified as simple tastes, but whatever. The simplicity of the blues had always drawn him in. The soulfulness, the earthiness of the style made him feel good inside. Barbecue is to food as blues is to music. He would always say, nothing fast about the blues or barbecue. Too fast with the blues and you lose the feeling. Too fast with the barbecue and, well, it just ain't no good. It's from Alabama then. It's got that white sauce on it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Finding a good beer had always been a challenge. American beers had lost all their former goodness with mass production and mass marketing. They had lost the feeling. He decided that if it couldn't be bought, he would just have to brew it himself. Hmm. And so he did. For many years, he tweaked his recipes and shared his brews with family and friends, winning awards and praise among his friends in the home brewing community. His passion for brewing became an obsession, and that obsession turned into the desire to bring these wonderful libations to the public. Sounds obsessed. Eh, libation. See, I said that one, right? Yeah, you did. <laughs> it wasn't easy getting started, but one by one, the barriers have been brought down, and we are now very proud to offer you, our friends and loyal fans, Blue Earl beers. Mm. Blue Earl produces hoppy American ales, Belgian specialties, German ales and lagers, and an ever-changing variety of seasonal It's a lot offerings. going on, man. Yep. It's a lot of different yeasts and yeah. different techniques, and you know that's a lot to pull off, uh, especially just because you're obsessed <laughs> or obsessive. Well, Most homebrewers become obsessed. That's that's a, that's the mark of a home brewer. Yeah. scaling it up. Yeah, yeah. scaling it scaling up. Scaling it up. Okay, quick little fun fact about Smyrna, Delaware, and why it may be historic. It was first settled prior to the American Revolution on the southern banks of the Duck Creek. And initially, it wasn't even called Smyrna. It was called Duck Creek Crossroads. Then later in the, looks like the... 1800s? No, no, no. I know that first part went. What it is, is they had somebody in the back of the boat, a little kid, going, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And boom, <laughs> they said, you're definitely here. And this is where we're going to settle down. founded by one <laughs> irritating one child left well, behind. Well, actually, no. In 1806, it was named after the ancient Greek seaport of Smyrna, which is now in present-day Turkey. Ah, uh, that's horse oh. hockey. I don't think so. So there's that. <laughs> 
And see, and I was thinking maybe it was like a sister city to Smyrna, Tennessee. No. Oh, no. 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 That's way too much. That's way too much. All right, fine. I tried. I tried. Bless your heart, child. Wow. Don't you talk that way to my Southern Belle, sir. (laughs) Okay. It's an inside joke. (laughs) Hey, Reverend Mark, why don't you give us today's lineup? I'll be glad to. The Blue Earl Brewing Company beers that we're going to be tasting today are, first, their Diamond State Lager. It's an American Pilsner at 4% ABV, 28 IBUs. The next one will be their Honeysuckle Rose. It's a Belgian-style blonde ale, ABV 7.1. It's pushing it a bit, but nice. And (laughs) IBUs of 22. The next one, it's a throwback from my teenage days, Clockwork Orange. Woohoo! Yeah. Stanley Kubrick special. Fresh orange juice pale ale, 4.9% ABV and 10 IBUs. And then the next one would be the Hazy at Heart uh, IPA. It is a session IPA at 5% ABV and 20 IBUs. And then to round this this one up, a biggie, the Bourbon Barrel Imperial Stout. 12.4% 12.4% ABV wow. and 62 IBUs. 12% just wasn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like an Earl beer. <laughs> sounds like a polka song to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it could be, um, if we have time, there will be one more from Blue Earl that we'll bring up uh, to discuss. But for now, that's our lineup. Very good. Very good. Thank you, Reverend Mark. Thank you. You. <laughs> yo. Yo. Thank you. Thank you. Yo. Thank you. Yo. It's <laughs> getting there. <laughs> All right. Good old boy, Mike. Why don't you give us the ratings for today? We'll be discussing and rating these beers from Delaware with these Suds rating plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. Number one, that sucks. Give me anything but a yo bud. <laughs> Yo, was that a belch? Ah, what a relief, yo. Yo, a body should really not make that sound. Four. Sorry, I wouldn't call it. (laughs) (laughs) And number five. Yo, listen to that hang time. Give me another. So, I feel like... I know Kat said they say thank yo. <laughs> so but I don't think it's just yo. That almost just sounds like you're in Brooklyn or something like yo. Is that a belch? <laughs> it's not yo. It's yeah. It's yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Wait you. a second. I, did I miss the memo? I don't know she if it's said yo, yo. yo. Now, at first she said yo, now she said yo, yeah. and then she said yo again. So I don't think we it's can trust y'all. Kat. It's y'all. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Hey, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's get it. Let's file your complaints. Do some your drinking yes. here. Yes, let's the, do some drinking. The first one that we are going to start with is the Diamond State Lager. Mm. Their American Pilsner. All righty. Mm-hmm. The Pilsner style Diamond State Lager beer has origins in a recipe first brewed by Mister Stokel in his Wilmington Saloon in 1858. He began brewing his famous extra fine pilsner on a larger scale in 1872 when he became associated with the brewery across town called Diamond State Brewery. 
Though the original Diamond State lager beer recipe has been lost to history, Blue Earl Brewing Company has taken great care in reproducing this 100% all-grain pilsner true to the old Stokel way. Hmm. I love a clear yeah, beer. I do too. <laughs> well, first impression is it's sweet uh, on the front end. Um, you know, this reminds me of like a Mickey's Big Mouth. As you know, from a yeah, it it really it's that sweet to me. But I get I, what it, you're saying. Yeah, it definitely is that malt liquor and kind of the you know the the. I call it the wang on the back end, you know. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a family show. Buddy. All right, we don't. No, we don't. No, no, we're not doing that. Banned once again. Okay, all right. Yeah, and this is really a session strength beer as well, but it doesn't really strike me that way. I mean, it has a little more body to it. And yeah. I think part of it is the residual sweetness as well. Yeah. It finishes kind of dry for me, though. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We'll talk more. Well, we'll be back in just a minute with more about this beer. Welcome back, everyone. So today we're doing a brewery takeover of a really nice brewery in Smyrna, Delaware called Blue Earl Brewing. And the first beer that we started talking about was the Diamond State Lager, their American Pilsner. So, thoughts? Still still sweet. (laughs) Sweet on the front, bitter in the back. A wangy bitter. All right, we're not wangy. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> this this reminds me of a beer that you'd have to chug after you losing a pool game. That that's what this reminds me of. So a classic American pilsner. Yeah, it is. It's like I didn't. Yeah. I, I wouldn't go to the bar and pick this, but I would probably have to drink it after I would lose a game of pool. That that's what this reminds me of. Yeah, yeah I think you know if we keep it in within historic context, this is really to style. Yeah, really? it's definitely yeah. a pilsner, an American pilsner. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, I think it's got a little adjunct in it. There, Mark. Or? Mm. Well, they say a hundred percent all grain pilsner. I don't. Yeah. You know, I don't, uh, it, it, I don't get the rice thing. But yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Kat? Mm, I like a full-bodied beer. It's a little weak. <laughs> a little weak for you? Okay. Fair enough. How about you, Juliana? It's got this maltiness to it that I can't, like, it's still there throughout the whole entire thing. And I'm just trying to. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? it's mm-hmm. And it is a little thin. I know, right. 5% lower, but. I'm telling you, if you had a Mickey's Big Mouth, you'd be going, I really don't know the difference between these two. So. You can't tell the difference between this and a Mickey's, dude. Hmm. But maybe for the person that might be used to those macro beers and wants to try a craft version of that, then this is a gateway for them. Mm. And that's a good point. It's better than you know? a high life, you know. But yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. So All right. Right. give them a good try on this one. Well, we are going to rate the Diamond State Lager. From Blue Earl, A3. Hey, by the way, uh, our process today is we are tasting and rating all this on the fly. So we have not, you're hearing all of this in real time as we're tasting this today. So uh, if you listen to some of our other shows, we have different process. So I thought I'd just own up to the fact that we didn't have a lot of time to think about. And and that's a good thing. Well, I think this is better. I mean, it's, it's a little more... Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, yeah, no, I I love our natural reaction to this, which is, wow, that Mm -hmm. really sucks. Mm -hmm. So, uh, anyway, next beer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's kind of like speed dating with beer. 
All right, moving on to the Honeysuckle Rose, mm-hmm. a Belgian-style blonde ale, 7.1% ABU, ABV. Rather, Sounds This like beer takes be its name from Honeysuckle Rose, a 1929 song composed by Fats Waller and was inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame in 1999. A moderate strength golden ale that has subtle Belgian complexities, slightly sweet flavors of orange and lemon, and a dry finish. It uses Pilsner, Munich, specialty malts, and then Hallertau and and Liberty. Liberty, yeah. Hmm. This tastes like Willie Nelson's tour bus. <laughs> <laughs> you mean just the, the sticky parts rose. left over? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and d- d- you isn't know that this the cannabis? <laughs> Dave, are you licking the bong again? <laughs> Willie Nelson's cannabis? Nice. Wow, resins. Mm. Wow. No, it's definitely it's definitely got that Belgian it, uh it really wang does. to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. there I said it, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the you know, the banana uh thing is definitely all over this. Juicy fruit. Yeah, and uh yeah, a lot of juicy fruit. I, I think the thing that struck me about it, this is very well balanced. I, I yeah. kept mm-hmm. on looking mm-hmm. for some flaw, you know, through the entire aspect, and, and it had a great start. A mid palate was really good and a great finish. I thought the whole thing I was like very it. well balanced. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. a very well done Belgian blonde. I can tell why this is popular there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this was the it, it, looking around, like I say, in the, the package stores and so forth. This was the one that was always uh, going out the door. Yes. Um, and some people paid for it too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'd buy it. <laughs> well, wow. You know, the thing I love about the styles, it's kind of a step back from, you know, Hefeweizen. And without all of that coriander really coming around. And yeah. so this is definitely for, I'm going to call it the shock top crowd without the orange. You know, this is mm-hmm. definitely that beer that's well, right and, in that. Yeah, it's not as, you know, all, with all that weedy. Rightness that yeah. comes through in a half of Eisen. What do you think, JB? I like it a lot. Um, again, this is another gateway for people that are used to that whole shock top, yep. you know, kind of crowd. Now going into something that's crafty, you could tell there's a lot of love in this one, and just nice, smooth throughout mm. from beginning to end. Mm. Really, really beer. nice. Yeah. yeah, and it makes me realize what I don't like about some of the wheats with the coriander in it. You mm. know that I like. I like not having that in this beer, if that makes any sense. I, I am betting that this is a a bestseller, you know, at their tap room, and probably something that they've made a whole lot of this because I can see this appealing to a, a very broad range of palates. Sure, yeah. Matt, what do you think? I love it. I'll have another. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to rate the honeysuckle rose a four. Well, this brings us uh, to our topic worth discussing for today. You know, here, one of the things we've been doing at Sip, Suds, and Smokes is we've been making fun of Canadians for the last 10 years. So, (laughs) banned once again. You know, but it's really time that we move from the point of just eliciting problems, you know, with our fair neighbors to the point that we offer some creative solutions. And I've also notice that they don't have a national sport that they can win. So, you know, I really think that it's time that we make an active campaign to help bring a national sport to Canadians that they have the hope, the skill, the will of winning a national sport. So you're saying like 
you know, people took can- uh, hockey away from Canada. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I think they gave it up. <laughs> so, yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, if you can't drag the Stanley Cup back across the border, you know, <laughs> then I think that it's time that you just need to admit hockey is not your national sport. I'm sorry, you know. Ooh. Yeah, but yeah. they have the farm team still going. They're feeding the teams in 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 the United States. So you're saying we're yep. paying the big the big US dollars and that's the reason why we're winning? I think that's about right. I like the fact that we can just crush <laughs> them with capitalism. All exactly. Right. So uh, this is the kickoff of our curling for Canadians campaign, because I think that curling is definitely within the realm of embracing the, you know, cultural heritage that Canadians bring, you know, to the mix. They have these really cool. I mean, I love the entire makeup of the team. I mean, you have the pushers, the sweepers, you know. Yeah. I mean, you have all of these names, you know, for, you know, people on the team. Let's uh, let's give a little curling ambiance here. Oh man, that's music! That's the sweepers. The, the sweepers you know, are sweeping. The thing I love is that you're yelling across the entire room, like the rock is going to hear you. <laughs> sweep, sweep, sweep! It's like, is there a training class to learn how to communicate in a curling team? Do you practice, you know, in advance? Do you really think there's crowd applause in a curling game? Or is it just the deafening dud of the rocks hitting each other? It gets pretty intense in some of those curling matches. I'm telling you. So Listen, you've never seen a brawl until you've seen a curling I want to hear trash talking Canadian. What would this sound like, Dave? No, 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 no. We are polite. We are Canadians. (laughs) (laughs) Why would I trash talk them? They haven't done nothing wrong to me. Or my team. All I, all I'm saying is everybody's playing right. So if they want to win, they better play better than us. That's all I can say. Man, that'll. I'm telling you, that is intimidating. That's that, that's borderline. <laughs> that, that makes me quake. That almost makes me want to wear funny shoes and hop on the ice. That's, that's borderline <laughs> uh, hate speech in Canada. I'm telling there, you. you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, think of the sponsorships that we could have we could have like an entire league of curling you know sponsored by sip suds and smokes i can hear saskatchewan alone saying please don't bring this to us the saskatchewan (laughs) sippers yes there you go (laughs) so but you know i I really think it's time that you know we really help them fund a national sport but so you you give canada a big boost for curling and say this is your national sport absolutely then America just comes and takes it away from them like they did hockey. Then, I don't right? think so. Yeah. I don't I don't think I don't think we have what it takes to step up. I don't think we can wear those shoes. We can do it for bowling, but I don't think we can do it for curling. <laughs> Man. I you know, the curling community is gonna rise up against us. The thing is, is I've been wondering, are those sweeper sticks, are they made out of aluminum, graphite? What's the flex point on those things? I think they're made out of maple. <laughs> maple? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> So you can hear the, so they don't really have to, do Canadians still say, I'm sorry, while they're playing curling? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'm sorry I hit your rock. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know. You never hit your opponent's rock. Yeah. Okay. You know. I don't know what the rock's called. So. You need right. to ask the pusher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Pusher's That's what gonna, I'm talking about. Pusher's going to push, right? 
you know, the thing I haven't seen in curling is effective drinking. <laughs> so I think that if they combine... That happens before and after. Do you, I would say before, during, and after. Absolutely, yes. So we need to come up with, you know, a good drink to go with the, with the new national sport for Canadians, you know. Moosehead with a shot of maple syrup. <laughs> I knew that that was coming. It, was like, it wasn't even like... <laughs> I was thinking of a Mai Tai with a with a back chaser of Molson, but yeah. that's all right. I like Dave's better, you know. So, yeah, we we'll call that the sweeper. I mean, what would the curly farm teams look like, you know, in, in Canada? You know, it's like yeah, probably yeah. like they just came off a the, farm. Okay, so this is how you lift the rock, all right. This is I'm, how you put the rock on the ice and I'm you push it. I imagine there's a lot of denim. A lot of denim in Lots of denim. Yeah. <laughs> Canadian tuxedos. Oh, jeez. And mullets. So listen, I we're going to have to, you know, uh, solicit for your assistance for us to help bring a new national sport to Canada. Our 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 suggestion, we're sponsoring curling for Canada. If you want to help us with this, you know, drop us a note. Let us know how we can help Canadians, you know, embrace curling. So yes. Send your suggestion taped to a six-pack of Molson Triple Correct, X. right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so back to the beer from Delaware. Let's get back to Delaware, guys. <laughs> Thank wow. you. Yes. Thank you. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about a clockwork orange. Mm, yes. A fresh orange juice pale ale. Only 4.9% ABV. Brewed with Pilsner, flaked oats, wheat, and lactose. <laughs> Kettle hopped with Mandarina Barbaria, then dry hop with Cascade and Lemon Drop. An abundance of fresh squeezed OJ is added to the brew, producing a delightfully refreshing citrus flavor and aroma. Mm. Kind of orangey. <laughs> it's very orangey. Yeah. Oh, it reminds that- me like an orange crush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, or orangina. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Orange yeah. knee high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet. Fanta. Orange Fanta. Yeah. What's the ABV on this one again? 4.9. Oh, man. Mm. You get wrecked on this. Yeah. And the, the, the lactose, you can get a little, uh, just a little of that extra push. Yeah. The, yeah. There's a little slip to well, it. It gives mm-hmm. a little that body, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this, Cap? It's too orangey. Mm-hmm. Too orangey? Yep. Yeah. It's overdone. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, that's the thing that's hitting me is that, I don't know, it, it seems too sweet to me. When I want to drink orange juice, I'll drink orange yeah, juice. Could you make a could you yeah. make a cocktail out of this? Like with, uh, would it would it be something that if you, I like wanted, a mimosa? If I wanted it to taste like a cocktail, I'd order a cocktail. Exactly. <laughs> make a screwdriver with this? Well, I mean, if you were in a bind, I guess you can... Add something. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to tailgating beer cocktails with good old gal Juliana. <laughs> All right, so this doesn't taste really that good. So here's how you adulterate Just it to the point stuff that it's it. actually good. Just pour a lot of vodka into it. You'll be so hammered. You have no idea how much orange is in this. Well, or it's good for the children. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like for me, I don't, I don't really go for this, but. It's not bad, right? Like it just—it doesn't offend me, no, but it doesn't bad. turn me on. <laughs> no, I mean, no, and I think also, the, also, this kind of comes from a home brewing sort of, you know, idea. trial and error. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's that's exactly the way it goes. It's like there are a lot of one-offs that 
for whatever reason, there's a public out there that hard likes that, it has to be successful. Likes the <laughs> peculiar beer you've come up there's with. There's some dudes that are drinking some Clockwork Orange right now. Yeah, ultraviolet. It would be good for sitting on the beach. <laughs> Yeah. 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 And if you and if you think about, you know, how close it is, relatively speaking, to Milford and to the shore, right. then I could see this being something that, you know, mm-hmm. and because it's in a can, why not? This comes across to me like if there was some regional thing where people pour a little orange juice in a beer, you know, like a Rattler mm-hmm. or something. It would almost be. be like that. Sure. Like, and then they're recreating that just in the beer. Well, I don't think this is an execution issue. I think the beer itself is well made. I think it's just a bad idea. Yeah. That's the difference. Right. So it's it's just yeah. not your jam. Is that no. What you're it's not but your you, you know, you're seeing a lot of the, the, the blood orange stuff, though, too. <laughs> you know, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It's good mm-hmm. with vodka. Yeah. <laughs> and goza. You know, blood orange goza it definitely yeah. works. But yeah. sure. this sure. does not work. I, I just... I don't know. I just think it's a screwed up pale ale is what I think. You know. And the lactose. Uh, I'm go just... to hey. <laughs> Is that your official rating, Dave? <laughs> I'm speaking out on behalf of Blue Earl. <laughs> Big yeah. fans there. You I think like they, my I think... fresh orange juice pale ale, buddy. I think they made it. <laughs> they 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 like you say they executed it properly. Yeah. It's just a bad idea. You want, yeah. You don't, yeah, you know, it's it's almost like one of those early hazy New England, you know, juice bombs. Right, you know, right, right. Where it's just like no hot bitterness, but this has a little bit at the end, but it's very little. What do you think, Jimmy? Yeah, I I can't get past the lactose at the end that's making the orange taste like tang. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting that powderiness and I, I'm just wondering about how many pale ales I've had that have actually had lactose in them and why it's a bad idea. One would do that <laughs> to a pale ale. <laughs> Guess what they should call why this beer. Sorry. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we are going to rate a clockwork orange a two. Now, let's move on to something that we are more familiar with, something called the Hazy IP, or yeah, Hazy ah, at Heart IPA, which interestingly is a session. Um, it's 5% ABV, brewed with two-row oats, wheat, and lactose, then double dry hop with citron mosaic and cascade. Really? Yeah, I like this. This is getting especially for a session strength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this is very oh, flavorful. This does not taste sessiony. No, like, it doesn't. I mean, no, yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah. kind of deceptive. But it comes in, it's like boom, and then it's gone. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. This feels like a knockdown, mm. you know, um, IPA a bit. It and I don't know if it's just the lactose is bringing uh the softening, you know, a bit of the bittering component around this, but it feels like it was really big, and, and then they decided to knock it down a bit, which is not bad. This has lactose in it? Yes. And lactose right there on, on the page. Okay, tough guy. Let's <laughs> not fight now. Yeah. Don't uh, be pushing, pusher. Well, you know, it definitely has a great hot blend, you know, with Citra Mosaic and Cascade. I would say the, uh, I don't know, the Cascade seems to be tossing things off just a bit, but it's definitely bringing a West Coast feel around it. Yeah, it it is, and honestly, I find that really refreshing these days. Yeah, you know, um, I think it's just because you know so many hazy IPAs have 
that you know uh, mosaic as a foundation, which they should because it's the best. Because hop it's ever. the best hop ever. Yes, Dave. If we we're well aware of your tattoos, uh, so <laughs> mosaic is my stripper name. Yeah. Um, Put your clothes on. <laughs> Give me my dollar. <laughs> well, we'll be back with more in just a brief minute. Welcome back, everyone. So, for those of you just tuning in, we are doing a brewery takeover of Blue Earl Brewing in Smyrna, Delaware. So, the beer that we were talking about right before the break was the Hazy at Heart IPA. And we liked it so much, we are going to rate it a four. Uh, uh, uh. So, Reverend Mark and Kat. Yeah. Talk about the trip. Oh, Talk well, about Delaware. It well, was a trip. It Yo. was a trip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a long, hazy trip. No, it was a, it was a return home trip. Um, that's where um, my family, part of my family lives now. Cat uh, and I have been joined together as partners and brew partners and partners in life and everything else. And so we, we went to Delaware to be with family and, and to just scout, scout around and uh, turn up all the local libations um, that are that are locally sourced and locally made. And so Blue Earl is certainly one place that we knew about immediately. Um, my brother-in-law told us told me about it right off the bat. He says, you need to go there. They're kind of like just pretty much one of the go-to places, especially on the weekends, this whole this whole love for for the blues. There, there, there are a lot of uh, there's there's a lot of uh, um, cover bands that are playing that's you know for people is as old and decrepit as me it's just beautiful music oh, yeah no it's really really good <laughs> old and broke down and no he won't dance yeah. <laughs> all right y'all get out your walkers and a one two and a three you know, gotta get a few more beers in him he's all over the floor reverend down reverend down he must be on the floor curling yeah right <laughs> curled up in a ball <laughs> I got lost in my way to Canada for the curly trials. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yes. there you go. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. Well, cool. Very cool. But yeah, so it's a time to, um, you know, connect with family and uh, just to kind of get the local terroir, you know, the taste taste of the earth there. Yeah. Well, I think it's safe to say that Delaware is a very comfortable, laid back state, you know, very and very friendly, too. They don't have enough people to be uptight or unfriendly. And you, and you don't burn your bridges in Delaware. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they only have three counties and you have to get That's off right. the island. Yes. Okay, man. All right. You're always going to run across. There are county judges that you can pay off. That's right. right? Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, you know, and one of the bridges that goes like over the Delaware River, I, th I think into New Jersey, you can go over there for free, but when coming back, you have to pay to get out of New Jersey. Well, that <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Actually, people are willing to do that. That's probably, that's probably the best money-making ever. I'll give you double. <laughs> so, so, Kat, when you have these beers, does it feel like home? Does it feel like you know uh, a good representation of of the region no no um, because i don't really um 
take pride in Delaware beer. I oh. just love beer in general. Okay. So it doesn't yeah. matter where it's made. It's just got to be good. There you go. I agree with yes. you. I, I, there are many beers, but only some of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, most people think about Delaware beer. All they think about is dogfish. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It, so yeah. it's nice to kind of expand everyone's knowledge and palate. Well, mm. I also think of National Bohemian. Well, that's more. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I know, I but know. it's in well, Delaware too. You just like to think about National Bohemian, though. Yeah. I know, no matter I where know. it's at. Yeah, I know. I All right, have, I have next a big beer that. here. All right, the big beer. Talk yeah. about a big beer. Let's Bourbon dive. Barrel Imperial Stout, twelve point four percent ABV. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wrap that around your head. I need okay. To- I need to work my elbow. Mm. (laughs) So this bourbon barrel stout is brewed with a complexity of malts and Hershey's cocoa Mm -hmm. and Uh. endless amounts of love. Wow. Infused with cocoa nibs and fresh roasted Nicaragua slash Mexico blend of coffee beans from their (sighs) local roaster, the little goat. It's aged in freshly dumped Buffalo Trace bourbon barrels for nine months and then blended with a base beer for perfection. Mike, you're the uh, main whiskey dude. What do you think the Buffalo Trace is giving this beer? Um, a break. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, every time, I mean, that's, you know, the yeah. when we talk about things that are barrel aged, you know, is the barrel overtaking the beer or is it complimenting the beer? Yeah. You know, is there more booze than beer or beer than booze? And in this case, there's actually more beer than booze. Yeah. So that's why I said kind of knocking the edge off. It's actually of it a giving bit. it's giving it's giving everything a break. Um so it's not overwhelming. Definitely the thing that's hitting me up front is uh the intensity of yeah. you know there's a lot going on. I'm telling yeah, you, it, it, it it's like uh I need to whoa, it's like whoa, hey I'm gonna sip this you know um this is there's a lot going on uh the intense bitterness from uh all of those components the chocolate and the coffee it's the chocolate yep. it is definitely uh, the coffee the coconut dark, nibs, probably the you dark know. malts are given some bitterness there it too. really is you know uh but there's a lot in balance too around this you yeah. know as well so i'm really finding that the, i like that it's not too sweet yep you know because it easily could have been it really could have been, and when I when you see a list of ingredients like this, you know that's your first. You get like, worried. This is yeah, that's exactly right, JB. Is you know it's like okay, yeah. Um, there's I a, need, you need to take yeah. four things out, and you know you finally yeah. you'll have something. That there's was a worried. nice lingering bitterness on this beer, yeah. right? That really, you that's kind of what you want because if you just it, it would be too much of a dessert beer, I think, if it didn't have that you know kind of cleaner bitter finish right and i think also uh it's bitter rather than tannic yeah yeah you yeah, know because yeah, yeah. that can happen very easily with one of these big dark you know beers is it's like beer. a roasted coffee chocolate bitter you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. maybe probably the hops too because i think it's got a pretty good AB, uh, ibu on it so 62 and, yeah IBU. so that's and, and what i also like about this beer in terms of just it being a locally sourced beer, of course, is that they're using the Hershey's Coca, which Hershey's is just down the road. Yep. Yeah. Just up the Hershey Highway. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought we talked about this, Dave. <laughs> we talked about you. Oh. We, 
First off, <laughs> we, we we were never going to mention the Hershey Highway, and we would never use the words up the Hershey Highway. Yeah. But yet now I he said it three times. I think, all, <laughs> I think all you and I agreed is that we were never going to go up the Hershey Highway. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not holding Especially hands. Especially with so, each other. And so <laughs> in terms of the, 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 the curling um, you know, team, which, which person would be on the Hershey Highway? The pusher? The, the pusher or the cracker? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what have I started? Oh my goodness! It's not going to be the sweeper. Another proud, another proud <laughs> you do not want to be the sweeper on the Hershey Highway. <laughs> what are those positions again? Yeah. There well, there's go. a fifth position. <laughs> oh yeah! I, I can I can feel it coming on, which is we're going to be bad. Yep. Right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, I was Once gonna again. absolutely, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So I think, and uh, the more I'm sipping on this, the thing it reminds me of uh, somebody. Somebody gave me a um, uh, like a small box of dark chocolate uh, uh, covered dates. Oh wow! And uh, that's really what this reminds me of because it has you know components of you know that of really dark fruit and those sugars around it, but it has, you know, all the, the rich, um, uh, bitterness, you know, to really kind of counteract the sugars that were kind of on the fruit side. And definitely that's kind of, you know, bringing me back It's you know, there's some Belgian strongs that, you know, we've had that it, it's kind of approaching that raisin component to it as well. Yeah. I had to try it again, but I, I do get that slight raisin mm-hmm. kind of thing, like mm-hmm. right in the middle cool yeah and i like the, the the coffee it was locally sourced again i mean of course the the beans came from mexico but um it's a local roaster and so yeah i think i think that that really captures the spirit of being you know like a a brew pub yeah. slash you know home brewer backyard guy trying to give the neighbors just what's in you well, know what's in the it's area really cool like you see a lot of breweries when they make these big coffee stouts and stuff they they try to partner with a local yep roaster mm-hmm. you know just mm-hmm. uh it's a good good thing cat what do you think i love it it's not just for breakfast anymore there you go <laughs> Fair enough. i like this beer a lot I, this is definitely yeah, I like this is uh probably the keeper of the flight so far for me me too yeah this is um this is a willy wonka adventure to me yep because you're going from roast and you get in cacao and then you're getting dark fruits and yeah the only thing that i guess i wish there was maybe a tiny amount more barrel ishness of it um but other than that it's yeah and the fact that it's not so sweet yeah um, it'd be interesting to know how long they kept it in the barrel nine months i don't think nine months so wow that's a lot longer than i would have thought i would think like maybe there'd been a lot more wood i would have thought with nine months or maybe more yeah that's what she said in the barrel yeah. 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 I'm just not getting yeah. that aspect of it as much as I would have expected for it being at the nine month mark. Right. But mm-hmm. but really this is what I enjoy about stouts mm-hmm. when they're done well is yeah. that they're not overly saturated with vanilla and you know, yeah. sweetness. It'd be interesting to know if like they, they're doing a separate run or where they keep some back for like a longer time in the barrel. That would be a yep. really interesting thing. Well, super, super we solid. are going to rate the Bourbon Barrel Imperial Stout a four 
Uh, I said five. Uh, Just so you know, Blue Earl, I said five. But they told me <laughs> they told me four. Okay, so we have a couple minutes left. Let's talk bonus about beer. the bonus beer. Bonus beer. And this bonus beer is a very colorful girl, isn't she? I just want to point mm-hmm. out that the f- that the color of this is the same thing as the Ricola cough drop in front of me. So these are exactly the same yeah. heinous shade of raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hater. Mm. Oh my hater. What Looks we like are talking about is... Give up the fruit. Raspberry, blackberry, strawberry, oh, marshmallow, sour. Mike 5.5% ABV. It's a smoothie. Yep. We got any more of that stout? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm telling you, just a touch of a touch yeah, of the I was gonna say put a little stout in the stout. Well, the other way around, but you know. Okay, so it's like wow. a jawbreaker. Oh heck yeah. Okay, so on a summer day, Icky. where it's really <laughs> warm, Icky. and wow, Icky. you, <laughs> Icky. I think that I'll have a bud. Mom, like please don't make it's me just drink very, anymore. It's very thick. And it like, is. It's, it's coating. No, it is coating. It's like cough syrup like coating. It's really bad cough syrup. <laughs> I think the flavor's nice, but oh, it's like no. I but can't if- drink a lot of it. Okay, but is this a beer? No. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, what's a beer anymore? <laughs> I know. Okay. I think. I think if we cut this with some tonic, it would be like a. <laughs> well, I'm telling like you, like a hard seltzer. I'm telling you, uh, you put you put about <laughs> uh, not quite fifty fifty that and that stout. I did. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, it was just turned into a bad idea at that point. Um, oh, I like because they they do things to each other. Yeah, that's you know, true. You know but- what I'm saying? Hershey Highway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it does say give up the fruit. (laughs) (laughs) We're trained professionals, everybody. Cat will never be back. But but in this day and age where slushies are the thing, right? Well, at least they were last summer. Slushies were a thing. Yeah. If you threw some ice and you threw it in a oh, blender, yeah, sure. For somebody that doesn't like beer and doesn't like things that are hoppy, they would like slushy. this. And people that like yeah. Kool-Aid. I think this yeah. would be yeah. a, pretty this, much. I, don't write this beer off. I really think no. you, you're onto something here. It needs to be combined with some shaved ice, and it's what you give to the kids in the backseat when they're wondering when we're going to get yeah. there. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> After a while, they're just going to be right. happy to be going along for the ride. Instead of Benadryl, <laughs> you give them this. Just it's like only 5.5% on We are not ABV. promoting <laughs> All with children. Right. Yeah, babies Thank can handle that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, my parents just used chloroform and a rag. Yeah. <laughs> my dad used Jack Daniels when we were teething. Right. I hear you. Rock and run for me. Yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah my parents, <laughs> lots of threats. So right here, so. My parents never got their helicopter permit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> At least definitely not down by the river, that's for sure. I, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, coming off that, that big, impressive stout, this, oh, this, this was such a letdown. Yeah. Oh my god! 
I it's know. just different. Why did you bring you this know? back? <laughs> <laughs> you know, this yeah. one, uh, I think one of the things is reminding me of is like a uh, uh, suicide of all of the Slushies. fruited drinks that somebody says, you know, I'm just going to take two ounces of each of this and stick it into like a Like a slush puppy. Yes. When you do the yeah, suicide I'm, slush uh, yes, puppy. Yes, a suicide slush puppy. This is that nasty. You know, it's just, I, you know. I don't think it's I that nasty. I'm that, gonna I wish that. that it had just picked a fruit to have at least something concentric around it. It would be it, good so. with champagne. Ooh, see? Yeah, see? Great. For what well, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fighting against his... <laughs> okay. All right, you guys call it. We are going to give, give up the fruit. A break. In the sense of the purest... You're going to promote that to Canada. <laughs> Beer tastings, this is a chew. Okay. Until I said it was a three. That's right. Thank you, Dave. Well. Executive privilege. <laughs> that is going to do it for us today. Really? Yes. We had to end on that note. We did, yes. Something has the, the word beer. marshmallow in it. It's expired and gone to see its makeup. That's for sure. Okay. <laughs> Good old boy, Mike. Say goodbye. <laughs> hey, I hope you come back to another exciting episode here of Sip, Suds, and Smokes. I'll ask you to keep on sipping. Reverend Mark, thank you so much for being here. I am so pleased always, and especially today, with my lovely wife. Good old girl, Kat. Thank you so much for being here with us, and thanks for bringing a little bit of Delaware down here. Yeah. Thank you all. <laughs> Good old boy, Dave. I don't like Mike. <laughs> Stay off the highway. Do you, do you want to rickle a cough drop to make it feel better? Is that our is that our peace sign? This is good old gal Juliana. Thank you so much for joining us today. Keep on chuggling and we'll catch you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle, at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. This has been a one tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.